talking, dating, and love. Seek treatment. If you're boring as fuck, seek treatment. If you're unlucky in love, seek treatment. If you just can't take a hit, we'll seek treatment. With Kat and Pat. Five, a four, a five, four, three, two, one. Include that. Hey, five, a four, a five, four, three, a one, two, seven, eight, a five, six, seven, eight, nine, hey. ten. Hey, this is Coochie Coo. This is um Pat. <laughs> I knew you were gonna go. I knew you were gonna go normal. Whenever I, I go I keep really you- loopy, you go normal. Well, when you know when it's like you get in a certain like your brain gets in a rut when you start making the same choice over and over again, then you can't help but make that choice. And I do feel like I've been going pat recently. I would love to like carve out a neural pathway that makes like good choices over and over again instead of the opposite one, which is bad. I would love to carve out amazing. I would love to be a carpenter <laughs> with, my, with my <laughs> with my all a w l, which is a common a common 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 answer in the New York Times crossword. Whenever they're like being like. A tool like that, like a random person. And all I've never heard of that. A W L. I think think it deals with like woodwork, and I think it sometimes can deal with like shoemaking and all. Okay. I I want to whittle. I want to whittle a neural pathway that would make me not a bitch and not mean to myself. First of all, I'm so sorry. I um. Well, second of all, this is last weekend. This is second of all. Yeah. First first of all, this is seek treatment. First of all, it's a seek treatment. It is a podcast about about boys, sex, and dating love. It's so funny when someone hears I have a podcast and they're like, "Oh, what is it like?" And I'm like. I, there's no there's nothing to be said um anyway when a podcast is about something that's too tv that's like and just i know like i was trying to be limited series it's like i know. You don't need i don't oh you know what's the most embarrassing thing i say this oh wait maybe i shouldn't say this but i'm saying it yeah like, it just has anyone i say this with so much love in my heart has anyone listened to like a what are they called like a narrative podcast that's f- fiction yeah i just think that my sentiment is that i don't know who the dem- what the demographic is for that but guess what i'm into <laughs> what guess what i'm into well you know i've abandoned i'm actually so proud of myself i'm kind of i've really abandoned true crime like i'm pretty much over it wow not fully of course never fully but i i used to just listen to it non-stop and i do and so now i'm into audiobooks i'm basically a scholar i'm basically i don't believe in that i don't believe in that See, to me, that it's like you might as well be listening to a scripted podcast because you're not getting credit for reading with me. If you're listening to an audiobook, <laughs> go back to school. Oh, let me take that out. I don't, I don't know. Why? I don't know. Take out me thinking that I should take it out. I, actually, you know what? I don't care. Leave this whole um, thing. Like, this is how it is when you have a podcast. Like, I actually, there was a great article, say it with me on hashtag Twitter. Um, well, actually, I'm not going to say it's great because I haven't read it, but the beginning. This guy's, I think it's in the New York Times. I don't, he's like describing what happened. So, oh my God. Wait. I was okay. with this girl last, I'm oh, sorry, I was with this girl last night. Uh, and she just texted me, What happened? I'm like, What are you talking about? Hillary Rodham Clinton, the book. But wait, <laughs> I actually have an amazing story that will make this um, podcast serialized, which you know we love to have a serialized podcast. Um, I'm so sorry. What do you mean? I have an amazing story that will make this podcast serialized. And you oh, know great. how we love to have a serialized podcast that where you need to keep kind of, you know, there's narrative threads. Do we so, love that? I'm not, I think so. Yeah, we love it when that happens. Yeah, it's diaristic. Okay, so basically, I go for a run from my sublet. And you'll when you'll know why this is serialized eventually. But <laughs> I go for a run, do my run. It's the day before Easter to timestamp it. I was until this last week, I, but you know, because of whatever we did not record last week, you did an episode and that was you deserve a heart. Did you, you did deserve you listen, all did the you listen to it? Absolutely not. That's such 
I, I but, didn't um, think you like I would never, but it, it was like I think it was about four minutes long. My my solo up. So I go for a run around Silver Lake Reservoir, which is the only place in LA that I get recognized. In New York, you know, it's like every every week you'll get one person being like, I like your podcast. Yeah. Whatever. LA, they I could be dead in a ditch. <laughs> no one would they would be like they, I would get brought to the doctor and the doctor would say, This is a John Doe. Doesn't have a name, doesn't have a family. I'm gonna name him. I'm gonna go ahead and name him my favorite name, John Doe. John Doe yeah. is is I'm sorry. <laughs> I took I took a Xanax this morning, so I'm like Oh, jealous. Well, it was to induce it was to induce pregnancy. It was to induce my child. No, it was to induce sleep. But oh, it didn't yeah, yeah. it didn't induce sleep. And so now I'm just kind of like say with it me, induced, rel- relaxed. It induced preg. And actually I ordered a bagel and it was burnt and I, I handled it so well that Brian was like, You're handling this really well. And I was like, Yeah, I took a Xanax this morning. Oh my god. Because he knew that I'd be so mad normally. <laughs> yeah. He, maybe you should always be on Xanax. When yeah, you go get a when you go bagel shop. When you go bagel shopping. Bagel shopping. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go. Sorry, sorry, go, go. So okay, so I run around Silver Lake Reservoir. I get back to my subbot. The subbot, you don't need a key to get into the front door, which is chic. And then I get to my door and I'm like, wait a second, why do I feel like I don't have something I need? And the answer was because I didn't have my keys, which I needed. Mm. My door's locked. I'm supposed to be somewhere at six. It's about Such like a cliche. Four i'm in no phone no wallet sweaty running shorts i'm gonna get a rash from sweat i'm freaking out i'm like freaking out i'm freaking out i'm freaking out so then i i literally am doing all the things you do. i climbed over a gate to get into our side and tried to scale the wall up to the window oh, no holes hot. there was nothing to hold on to so even someone you were free like soloing me, who does barry's boot camp couldn't use their strength to get up the wall and What's so the, you, you're alex honolding your ass into that apartment and so wait who's that he's the guy who free soloed oh i've never watched free solo but i, I love rock climbing look, docs look at me i have a core memory of at elton john's <laughs> oscar party in 2019 you looked me in your eye my eye and said you would like free solo <laughs> <laughs> so then i always talk about free solo i actually should store our guest has entered the chat and when pat finishes the story we're gonna bring them in and you're gonna freak your fucking minds out because it's gonna be so good because our guest needs to understand that like i have to tell the story because it makes our podcast a serialized which categorizes which puts us in a, a different category for the emmy so it's really important that yeah, our it. podcast deserves emmy I, oh, wow i'm some so of the things- stupid our podcast deserves emmy is what i just said it, well that's like the scene that's like the vibe of alt comedy is like you know say like not the preposition just say the word and then it's yeah. hilarious <laughs> and historical and front-facing um so anyways um <laughs> then i um <sighs> Literally, like I'm like freaking out. I try to climb the wall to get my window. Doesn't work. Obviously, I'm hot. I'm sweating. I don't have my phone. There's there's only my one friend is the only person who maybe would expect me somewhere and might like. I've, I'm in LA. I don't know anyone. I don't have my phone. I don't know where anyone lives. I'm like maybe my one friend will be like, where is that kid? Oh, <laughs> where's that rascal? That find me. But um, I and then I'm like literally got a huge bruise on my hip from trying to knock down my door because I was freaking out and I was actually in a feral state. And then <laughs> I see this one woman. I'm like, where is the business? Um, where is the building manager? She was like, lives in the store. So I was like pounding on her door. She wasn't home. Her, I hurt my hand from hitting on her door. No, and, no. Yeah, I hurt uh... my hand. I hurt my hand. So then I'm like, oh my God, but this is all taking minutes and minutes and minutes. And I'm like losing my mind, losing my mind. I don't have my phone. You have to understand. Like, I also had just been walking around uh, Silver Lake Reservoir where I did a double, not not single, not double, not triple, but quadruple take at a young girl I saw walking who I then identified as Katie Maloney from Vanderpump Rules with an unknown friend. 
So I'm like going to share that with the world. I'm just like in the state. So then I sit on the steps because that's like what you do when you've like lost everything. So I'm sitting on the steps and <laughs> this amazing, amazing straight couple that I can't say enough about like comes up the stairs and they're like, oh my God, you seem down on your luck. And I was like, I am um, like, I don't have my keys. Like I need to be somewhere. I don't have a wallet. I don't have a phone. Like, do you know the, they're like, oh my God, like, oh my God. And they're like, do you know the building manager? And I was like, yeah. Oh, no, no. I said, do you know the building manager? And they're like, yeah, but we only have her email. So I can email her. I was like, why don't you go ahead and email her on my behalf? But first of all, I'm subletting. Uh, so might as well carry her pigeon, but. Literally, love. And so then I was like, so they email her on my behalf, but also like I'm staying in someone else's apartment. It's all very like, uh, I hope this works out. So then they're like, they email her like, well, we'll let you know if you hear anything on, you know, the famous, uh, the famous medium email. Mm -hmm. But do you need anything? And I was like, I actually have to pee. So I went up to their four. I'm on the second floor. I went up to the fourth floor. That's Peter so sweet Swiss, of them. They were the nice. I want to. I want to write a letter to my. They weren't dear the friend. pottery couple, were they? No, but so okay. I write a letter to my dear friend the Pope, and I say canonize these girls. So then <laughs> I go downstairs, but I know they're on the fourth floor. I'm sitting on the steps still, like literally, my life is over. I hate everything. I'm like, I'm going to be outside my apartment forever. I'll probably actually never will get inside. Then. Finally, it's been so long. I'm sweating. I'm sweating. It's affecting my skin for sure. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And then I hear footsteps coming down the stairs. And I'm like, oh my God, it's my girlies from the fourth floor. They got the email. And then as I see the steps, I'm like, those aren't shoes that that straight couple would wear. And it's a young girl going on her way to a Passover meal. And then the girl lights up when she sees me. And I realize it is the ceramics girl who used yes. to listen to our podcast. And she's like, oh my God. She gave it up for Lent. <laughs> she gave it up for Lent. And she was like, <laughs> she was like, I'm on my way to a um, Passover thing. And I was like, oh my God. And she was like, thank you so much for your help the other day. And I was like, did I help you? And she was like, well, you like said something. And then that made the other person <laughs> who took it like here and come out and give me my ceramics back. Because you saw and something. I, you said it. And I, so I was like, I'm in a terrible situation. And I told her, and I was like, I'm going to KMS. But I didn't think she liked that because like, you know, some people don't, some people like, don't that. like that. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I thought I was being hysterical. And then she was like, Listen, like I actually talked to the building manager on the phone all the time, and I was like, no. "Can you?" She calls her up on the phone, gets her on the line, and it was, and it was like there was like you know when there's like a code to a door, there's a code to a door with all the keys in it. And Wait, that's, that's bliss. Ceramics girl literally saved my life. I love ceramics girl. I'm so apologetic for not being on her side against the people who took her ceramics last we spoke. And if she is listening, if anyone who knows. I was listening. Know that she's the best girl in the world. I miss her as a girl. listener. I miss. We and miss her as a listener. There's a thirty lost one. We're the twenty nine. We're the twenty nine. We're the twenty nine. This ceramics girl. Ceramics girl defected from the Mormon Church slash our podcast. And anyways, that's my story that makes it serialized because the ceramics girl came back into. I love. The I can't wait to see what what the next chapter is with her. I'm so excited for our guests, and I have two questions for them already. But first, put your ears open. For the for fabulous, fabulous Jared, Jared Goldstein. Goldstein. I'm fabulous. Oh my you God. are fabulous. Thank you so much for doing the poured. Thank, Thank you, so you. for having me on the poured. I love of your course. splash of red wall. Oh, wait, I'm supposed to be holding this. I'm sorry. Cool. Thank no, you so much. We don't care. We don't care. One thing about our podcast, we don't care what you hold. Oh, okay. not at all. And now, is that splash of red? Was that there when you moved in, or was that um you? Was that your oh, creative genius? This, okay, so when I moved into this apartment, it was white. My uh, best friend and roommate at the time decided to paint it red. I thought it was too dark. Um, and then at one point, if you can see the ceiling. Oh. Oh. Um, 
There's a splash oh, of white. There's, there's a, a big splash of white. <laughs> it looks kind um, of abstract art. It's kind of, right? Well, basically what happened is um, I took a really big shit and then the pipes exploded. No. Uh, not no, necessarily in that order. I think it's like over like decades, many people took lots of big decades shits. Decades of shit. Yeah. The pipes exploded. Like truly like the whole scene no. like, came oh, that's in. An, it's an allegory for inherited trauma. <laughs> it really is. And your generation is when it all boiled over. And that's why and we then... can't afford houses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then um, we're cleaning up, and now that's what it looks like. It's, it's family trauma. Trauma. It's allegorical as fuck. You have a splash of white on your ceiling. Mm. Um, <laughs> it's uh, yeah. It's you're well, coming in. You're coming in. You're serving allegory to us, and our mouths are open, question. and we're saying thank you, Mama. <laughs> thank so you for feeding me, Mama Bird. Now, my first question for everyone is. And if if you listen to an audiobook, are you allowed to say I read? You've this already book? lost me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what do you think? If I told you I read a book and I actually listened to it, would you think you can say it? I was a scoundrel. So I was I'm actually just thinking about this yesterday. In high school, I never read the books. I just looked at Spark Notes. Of me course. too. Uh, and I course. always thought that that was like I always I've had like a guilt about that. But yesterday I was like, no, actually, like you were optimizing your own time and you actually mm-hmm. were being smart because you knew I don't have mm-hmm. to read these to get an A. I can save a lot of time and still get an A and that's totally. what I did. So I just kind of like re- reframed it mildly. So if I can do that for myself then if you actually put in the time to listen to an audiobook, then come on. You did it. Yeah, well, I don't think it's reading, but I don't think Spark Notes is reading either. But I also, I'll never forget when I didn't read the Spark Notes or the regular book of Red Badge of Courage in sophomore year and then our test was just one essay question, and um, my English teacher sophomore year was famously uh, Miss Creighton, mother of Michael Cyril Creighton. Oh my God, who is really thriving? Who is really thriving? He's right just now. upgraded to series, series regular, cast, <laughs> series cast. And, your and, um, sophomore. Um, oh, you know what? Someone's buzzing my door, but I do want to say before I go let them in that your sophomore, your English teacher's son was just up to series regular, and that's huge. It, that's huge, and so. Um, I remember it was like, it was like, talk about the tattered soldier's journey. You have to, I have to, I have 45 minutes to write about that, having never even read a single word of the book or even the spark notes. And I did it. And I remember getting it back and it was a B. And I was like, Miss Crayon, like, why'd you get, why'd I get a B? And she was like, well, you clearly haven't read even a word of it. And I was like, yeah, uh-uh. no, I know. I know it's so annoying. But, anyways, how are you, Jared? I'm pretty good. Um, I miss Kat. I'm sad she's gone. Mm-hmm. But that'll but that'll be remedied soon. Yeah, um, or it won't be. Like we don't know what the future holds, and I think there's beauty in that. There's no way to know. But until then, um, I'm pretty good. Uh, I'm just sort of reliving like the lie of Spark Notes, and like it really was a lot to like. I feel like our teachers in high school like never really like held us accountable for that in a way or like maybe they yeah. did once but like sort of like in a passing passive way and it was a lot like because it kind of was like this unspoken thing like I've never read a single book you've asked me to read you know that I yeah know that, but you're not gonna say do anything you, and I'm not gonna say anything do you know who's ktg killing the game on instagram.com who who could it be I don't think we know that them socially, but I think I'm gonna hang out with them here in LA. About Austin McGuire. Do you know them on Instagram? I they don't. Do, they do these, they're um 
Austin underscore McGuire, and they do these English teacher impressions. Oh, They're like wait, so I've real. seen those. I've they're, they're so fucking funny. It's like so good. Mm-hmm. I think I'm hanging out with them next week. But um, do you guys think if I never move to LA, like I'll disappear and be a loser, or do you think it's okay that I'm like this? Um, I think Where it's great you? that you're like this. I live in New York City. <laughs> Did you see the picture of Taylor, Taylor, Gigi, and the Hame girls? No, where? I don't know where it was. I saw it on Instagram, but they were all walking down the street. Oh, that sounds incredible to walk down. I know. I was. I know. If incredible. I walked, wow. I was looking at pictures. Uh, if I was to walk, <laughs> you go. I was gonna say if I was well, I had to say this. If I was to walk down anything, it would with Gigi Hadid and the Hame girls, it would be the street. No, I have to say, Gigi really saying? like grew on me randomly because I love that show Next in Fashion on it on Netflix.com. I've never wait, seen that. What did I miss? What did I miss wait, when wait, I was getting the door? Just spark note stuff. Wait, Jared, yeah. what were you just saying? Oh, I was gonna say yesterday I was revisiting Google images of the Carrie Diaries. The oh my god, with Anna Sophia Rob. Yeah, it's really <laughs> like it may, I want to go back and watch it. Like I feel like I because I didn't really watch it when it was out, and I feel like I gotta. We um, have to get so, okay. Like, I have her to tell y'all. Carrie wig and the looks are just so funny. They're so Cuckoo, funny. Cuckoo cappuccino. We, I just watched the, maybe the dumbest thing I've ever seen on television, which was an episode of a new show on Netflix called Obsession about a dad that's fucking his son's girlfriend, by the oh way. Oh, my Slay. God. And there's that's a scene. Over. That's over. 90s. That's 90s. I was a of, girlfriend that got so much less interesting to me. You're like fucking the your son's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> this is the son's. This, I mean, this is the son's. This is the timeline. It's 90s was like American Beauty. It was dad. It was like dad fucking younger girl. Uh-huh. Aughts, it was Stacy's mom's got it going on. It's Stifler's mom. It's Desperate Housewives. It's like the mom's fucking a younger boy. Oh, now wow. in 2020, it's kind of like the kids and then fucking the t- and then each then, other. Well, yeah, and then in the 2010s, it was like gay, gay older person, straight young, <laughs> uh, gay younger person, and now it's just the kids fucking each other or like the like or like the 50 pluses fucking each other. You know what I mean? Like that's now it's what age appro- so now it's age appropriate. Yeah, now but we're queer, like but age. queerer than ever, but more age appropriate. Yeah, we qu- definitely queered the genre for sure, but it's definitely age appropriate. But let me just really quickly tell you the scene that there's a scene in which the dad goes. This is so crazy. The dad goes into a hotel room where the girlfriend had been staying, and he sniffs. He starts sniffing the bed like a dog, and when he finds like, no. a corner of her scent on one of the pillows, he starts like fucking it. But it, it kind of looks like how like I, I've never seen a guy masturbate like that. It looks like how like I'd masturbate like like rubbing my clit on a pillow. But the dad just like fuck. And this actor is like, I guess good looking on paper, but yeah. he's doesn't couldn't do less for me. Yeah, and I just wanted to just air that. But totally. I'm back. I'm back from that story. Yeah, it took me, well, it took me somewhere. Oh my god! I watched the best thing on TV. My friend showed me it. He loves it. It has a tattoo about it. But um, last time I saw Jared was um when me and my friend saw you and your friend at um the Grove Movie Theater. Mm-hmm. That was cool. so special. That's awesome. That was really fun. I felt Let like I was like this. I had a blast I was seeing like you on- inside a tabloid in that moment. Totally like, <laughs> spotted. I know. Aww. I had, I had a blast. friend. <laughs> I had a blast seeing you on at this at the Sackline on the Grove movie theater. Yeah, that was cute. Did you like that movie that you had seen about gay? <laughs> I struggled with it. What movie? You, can I ask you a question? And I'll tell you, you why I'm asking. You can. I'm gonna I'm gonna answer like slowly with caution. But yeah. Yeah. Did you cry in the <laughs> Did you cry in the film? Not even close. 
Okay. <laughs> so, so remember when my, I said slow with caution, and I was like, "Fuck so, no!" Okay, fuck, that, so, fuck that shit, dude. So I saw Jared, on and I'm a the, crier. I cry all the time. I saw Jared, and I didn't cry in that movie. I saw Jared. We were on our way to see Ant Man, which was bad. And That's tough to go see. I know, but you know that I'm in the Marvel community now. I know. I'm happy for you. <laughs> and Jared was going to see. Tell me the name of the movie again. I couldn't even tell you. It was that movie recently about gay that was supposed to be sad. And yeah. so... Did you see it? Can I ask you, did you see it? No, I don't know a thing about it. I I don't know a thing about oh, it. Yeah. I guarantee Kayla, you, I know Kayla even Kayla less. Karen loved it, which made me feel really insecure about my feeling about it. I was like, <laughs> huh. And I was like, well, I guess I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and then afterwards, my friend had said, he was like, I think I saw your friend in the bathroom. I think he'd cried in the movie. And I was like, oh, that made me want to see it. <laughs> But then wait, he, he, he wasn't Someone sure. told you Jared cried in a movie in the bathroom. <laughs> so, but wait, so, so, so. Wait, that's crazy. Let me, but let me, but let me, let me address it here because. Okay. Then, but then there were two. There were two things where we could never be sure because for one, he was only seeing the bag up your head, so he wasn't okay. sure it was. He you. didn't realize he was in the women's yet. bathroom. <laughs> he just saw some girl <laughs> the back of some woman's head in the sink. <laughs> yeah, he had just. He just very briefly met you on the snack line, so he wasn't. He, didn't, he was like, "Oh, it could have been someone else." For three, he said, "Since he only saw the back of your head, he didn't see you crying, but he saw whoever this person was—a <laughs> man in the bath, a man, a, a third character, a man in the bathroom, a stranger to all parties—came up to this person, this entity <laughs> that, <laughs> and said, "Entity," and, and, and said this to them: "Got you too, huh?" Oh. <laughs> So from um, circumstantial evidence, it seemed like whoever this entity was had been <laughs> affected by a film. This is a really yeah. crazy, the fact that it's a, it's a testament to your storytelling ability that you can really weave this into a tale that like makes me have, makes me really invested in this tale. <laughs> totally. Wait, so so the whoever... third person spoke to your friend? No. So my friend. <laughs> I'm like, my... wait, so he, he met me and then spoke to someone else and thought that person was me? No, no. Okay. This is. Truly, Hillary Rodham Clinton, what happened? <laughs> we enter the Thanks Grove to you both. Theater. I say that in my head every time <laughs> no, I say no. this is what happened. And I go, don't no. say it. No one knows what I'm talking about. Don't say it. Or Where steal is their that joke. girl? Where is that girl? <laughs> Where is that girly? What is she up to? We walk into the Grove <laughs> Movie Theater. I'm so thrilled to see my dear friend Jared and Brian online for the snacks. And I say, oh, those are my friends. So we go up. We like say hi, whatever. We find out what movies we're each seeing. We get our snacks. We go to our respective films. After the film, my friend said, oh, I think I saw your friend in the bathroom, but I'm not sure because he wasn't facing my direction, but I think he'd been, I think he had cried in that movie. Like, maybe we should see it or something. This like, crazy. <laughs> so I, then He's bullying said, me behind my back. Yeah, he, no, he, thinks, no. he thinks you're a fucking yeah. softie. I, hope, yeah. I don't think he would get I'm telling this, but then I was like, oh, like, well, wait, so did you see him crying? And I didn't. I was like, if it, if you had cried in the film, I would run, not walk to the theaters to see it. It would have been. A this huge is making my head hurt. <laughs> yeah, so then I, I said, well. Cry. So then I said, what exactly did you see? And he said, well, <laughs> I saw this. I saw no, someone no, from. No. <laughs> I can stop. <laughs> I saw someone from the back. 
who I thought was your friend. And walking that- someone in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, he had a huge cock in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it was mine. <laughs> I saw someone from the back and this other guy, this third party. This that I don't- is crazy. <laughs> oh, another person. <laughs> so my friend goes to the bathroom, sees who he thinks gotcha. might be you from the back. And then he, okay, sees, I him, see, I see. he sees a third party go up to who he thinks might be you and yeah. say this. Got you too, huh? Here's what I think. I think wow. this is. All, this, I think this might have to be a play. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and in the play, Here, no one wanna, has names. Who do you want to play? And that adds to like a lot of the confusion. Um, yeah. Who do I want to play? In, yeah. I wanna, do you want to? I, I want to play Pat. Okay. I'll put myself well, on not, tape right now. Okay. I'm not really. In Hi, the my scene. name is Jared Goldstein. I'm over 18. I live in LA. I'm, not, I'm vaccinated. I'm reading I'm the role of Pat. I'm over 18. I'm not really in the scene. That the characters in the scene are kind of like my friend. You're the narrator. The person who it turns out was not Jared. And um, the third party, the famous third party. I'm really, I'm really curious what the third party looked like. Like, if, in my mind, he's a lot older. Yeah, I think so too. I could ask right now. I feel like he's kind of like grandfather vibes. And again, for clarity, the third party is the other person who went, got you too, huh? Yeah, yeah, so third party. yeah, the third party definitely cried in the the gay film. I don't know. That also, I don't wait know to about. be fair, <laughs> I'm, if I'm with Brian Bai, it could have been Brian. Yeah, it could have been Brian. Brian hey, and I are like, the same person from can behind. You, can you, I don't have Brian's number. Can you ask Brian so we can know on this podcast? <laughs> did you, when we saw the gay sad movie, did you go to the bathroom and, and whether you were affected or not, did you have a stranger come to you and say, it got you too, huh? Ask me if the entity approached him. <laughs> I can ask him. Well, okay. I, 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 Let's see, you ask him. And in the meantime, we need to dive in uh, to the one question we love to ask our guests on the pod, Jared, which is, who were you, who are you, and who do you want to be? Um, okay, I was a child actor. No, you weren't. I forget I that about you. Oh, I forget you better that remember. You. Tell me everything. Um, and, tell started... pa- and tell Pat, too, while you're at it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I started... wants to... You go. I was going to do a kind of run on Catherine's circle where I said, <laughs> who wants to plug your ears first? As though to insinuate, you're going to tell each of us separately <laughs> while the other one plugs their ears. That would have been my kind of comedic idea that I was going to explore. Yeah, you, what's it called when you build on it? Um, yes, and. No, what's what's UCB when they yeah, just UC... go boom, boom, boom? Oh, well, UCB is literally yes, and. But do you mean zip, zap, zap? No. I'm... <laughs> Sup- support? I think I'm... Like when it's you yes, heighten I, it, when you raise it, and you it, heighten, heighten it. Heighten it. Yeah. Heighten, that's the one. You know, I just worked. I just worked with someone um, professionally, and they said, "Who's like your comedy crew?" And I like literally paused for forty five minutes and was like, "I don't have a single uh, friend. I don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> Anyways, yeah. comedy crew. That's such like, a we, tough question to answer. I feel like we, it used to be more. It used to be more like that, and now everyone's just like wants to have a dog. Anyways. I feel like because the problem when people ask that question, what they want you to say is like famous comedians from 20 years ago. They want you to be like yeah. Kristen Wiig, <laughs> yeah. Topher Grace, you know, and it's like Topher they don't know. Grace. Yeah, so they don't know who they are. So it's like it's not helpful to them. What's, what was Child Actor like? Uh, child Actor was cool. It was um, exciting, bad, good, how did it, How did it begin? It started with um, an audition for The Lion King that my mom saw on the Today Show. <laughs> they said oh calling God. all children. And then we went. <laughs> and you answered you the say, phone. I can't say that anymore. I can't say that anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not unless you're doing, doing drag storytelling, you can't say that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah, and that's how it started. And then I, I went to that and then it was like hundreds of little children. And then by the end of the day, it was just like a handful of us. And then like a couple months later, it was like, we're still auditioning. And then, and then you don't get it. And then you cry in the backseat of the car. You didn't and get moms, it. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I could it. never not get something. I could never do that. I was like, I would never be able to handle that. Yeah, but here's the thing. It was mostly exciting because it was like genuinely like we were all shocked and it was like impressive. We didn't think it would go anywhere. So the fact that it did and it turned into this like month long process was like, oh, maybe we should do this. Um, For the Lion yeah. King on Broadway. Broadway. Oh. Yeah. And so were you then, so then did you keep auditioning for things? I did, yeah. I started when I was 11, and unfortunately, I have not stopped for a day in my life. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so crazy. Yeah, I really never <laughs> Like, really should have stopped. What was your favorite uh, and favorite child acting job? My favorite child acting job was... Um, being on Saturday Night Live was really fun. Oh, my God. That's so cool. It was really fun because I was, like, older than the rest of the kids. I just, like, I just, like, wasn't going through puberty, so I was able to work for a really long time. And Wait, what were you? What were you on Saturday Night Live? I was in a sketch that Tina Fey wrote with Rachel Dratch and Jimmy Fallon. Uh, That's it was like so a, cool. It was like a Barney sketch, and I played a, a, a little boy named Zhao Ping who whose voice had changed. Oh my god! Oh my I need god. to see it. Uh, you can find it. It's it's easy to find, um, but it was really fun and cool, and it was like so crazy to like meet all these people and like totally, and it was just great. Um, and then my like least favorite. It's kind of crazy. I actually know. I have two things that come to mind, and one of them was like I was really sick. I was so so sick, and I had to record oh. like an like an album for a, sh- a musical that I was in. But oh, I had wow. no voice. I had no oh. voice, and it wasn't like a union production, so there wasn't like another little boy. Uh, so oh they were like, God. you have to sing. And I was like, oh my God. that's actually the one thing I can't do today. Oh. Um, so they just got me that like, is it called like Ambisol? Like that spray? And it's like famously terrible. It makes your throat numb. And as singers, you're not supposed to use it because you'll end up hurting yourself because if no. you're not able to sing, you should. Anyway, so I, I like sprayed this like cherry, disgusting, like Dwayne Reed numbing spray and then just had to like drag my like raw bleeding oh. throat through oh my like, god singing i'm mad it was a musical terrible. um it, no one no one knows it wasn't anything it was like an original music that like you know had its little run and then went away wow that's yeah. brutal that was a bad day and then what was high school like <clears throat> what were you like in high did you hook in high because we like to say i did not hook in high school did you go to normal high school? Were you like tutored on sets? I did. I thought but, about. We thought about like the glamour of going to PPAS, mm-hmm. um, but we didn't do it. And um, what's and PPAS? Professional perform, performing professional performing arts school, something like that. It's like uh-huh. um, like where like child actors like in New York City go to high school, or like oh, just kind of like don't go to high school. Yeah, yeah. I was just talking. I just I, met, should... I just met a friend who. Um, yeah, like was like a, a teen model, and I was like, "What was it like at school?" She's like, "No one did anything ever. Like, no one cared." Oh, <sighs> she, did she go there? Maybe or one of those schools one of for those. like professionals. It is. It is extremely glamorous, but we ultimately did not do it. Mm. Um. <clears throat> so, what what kind of high school were you did, you? did you go to? I was at high school in Long Island, a public high school that was Valley Stream, next to Valley Stream, Hewlett, where or Woodmere, George W. Hewlett yeah. High School. And what were you like I've, in heist? I never look at me. I never saw that. I never saw them at a check meet once. I don't even know that they had a check team. 
Maybe That's we did scary. it. I think that we did, but Valley Street is kind have. of the one people people know. Yeah, Bigger my across the street neighbor had moved from Valley Stream, so it's like forever linked to my past. Um, but in high school, I was like a tiny little baby who just like wouldn't start puberty, and I was actually kind of okay with that because I was like closeted and like realizing I was gay, and like I didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, as long as I'm like a baby, like no one is gonna make me do anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what kind of um? What kind of closeted were you? <laughs> like like a uh, virgin celibate don't talk about it like mm-hmm. I, I didn't have girlfriends like i was just like just mute you were know? all your yeah. friends girls or did you have guys friends yeah too? all my friends were i had some guy friends but all it's my friends so were classic girls. it's such it's, it's like my all my dearest yeah and were you like having crushes on boys were you oh huge oh, oh. my yeah. god like huge like all consuming like love and lust all day, wow. all yeah. night. I would dream all day and all them. night. Yeah, and they were um, essentially all the popular guys. Totally, they're popular for a reason because they have amazing because <laughs> they have amazing bodies. Yeah, and it's, it's funny too because it's like they're calling out like, children. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's <say> scary. <laughs> They say and, like people like um, popular kids like peak in high school and then they're like losers later in life. But like not the kids I went to school with. I know. Like, a lot of times they like continue to be attractive and get yeah. really high paying jobs just kind of exactly. based on that. They have like really and, high like, paying jobs. They're all private on Instagram. Their lives are perfect. Yeah. Oh my God. To be private. Heaven. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel like most of the popular kids from my high school are the cliche like i look at them and i'm like oh god pray pray for you mm. um but anyways yeah. when did you finally hit pube uh, <laughs> date and time when did you finally was, finally yeah, burst i was forth? waiting and waiting for it um 16 um like the My summer i guess the shine. summer of being 16 years old well and i don't know if i would be able to tell someone like when i hit pube i know when i got my exact first pube on my vagina oh Oh my god! I'll never forget because I I got out of the shower and I was like, oh, there's something on my vagina. I tried to rub it off and it was a hair. Wait, that's literally uh, what they uh, say in like all the like your body's changing videos. Like you might be looking down the shower and say, what's that? Like, yeah, what's I was going like, what on? is that? I was nine. Wow. How did you yeah. feel about it? I was so grossed out by my armpit hair. I mean, I was so grossed out by everything. I just wanted to disappear in a ball. Like I hated it. Like the first, do you remember the first time seeing like someone with like a chalky deodorant hair? Oh my god! Yeah, I remember that, like, seeing like <laughs> girls at the pool with like their like like their pubes sticking out of their bathing suit and being like, "Oh my god, it's disgusting! I hope I never have that." And then I have that. <laughs> yeah. I, st- and I still to this day have it. <laughs> and then when um, did you? And then so in high school you were still like, "I'm a- I'm an actor. I'm doing the damn thing." Yeah. Angela Bassett did the thing. (laughs) You were like, I'm doing the thing. Until until my voice changed and puberty started. And then uh, I basically just like never worked again uh, as a singer. Um, And then that was just like so embarrassing and hard. And then I had (gasps) to like. It's too young. It's sad. uh, I like, I wish I could go back and just like. I think about it all the time like if I could just go back and just like boop 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 like fix little parts of Mm. like my childhood and like young adulthood like where would I be Um, and one of them is like when my voice changed and I could no longer you know be doing theater Mm. I should not I should not have done the musicals in high school I should have just walked away and not done that interesting why did that because it was just like really I'm gonna get water really quickly Sure. It was just like a like a like a really 
like public way to like fall from grace within my small you know community oh that's you know brutal. and then to i feel like it was just kind of it was too much attention on this on this like hurtful thing and this kind of just awkward time i just made it so much worse you know oh i have a long history of taking something bad and making it worse <laughs> in what way you know just obsessing about a problem and just yeah blowing it up and was your family supportive they were, they were, but it was like tricky though because it's like my my parents like don't come from like entertainment in any way, mm-hmm. and um, so like when we got into it, it was like they they were like they were great about it like in most ways like in the important ways they were really like not stage parents, mm-hmm. um, but then in other ways it just was difficult like because they just we just especially when it wasn't going well like when it was going well it was great it was like yeah, fun and it was right. easy and then when it was going poorly none of us really knew how to handle it oh. and I think they were kind of coming from like a very kind of like 90s and early 2000s like behind the music kind of understanding of what the industry is and what it means to make it and it was this really tough love of like if you're going to get knocked down and stay down, then it's your fault and you were not made for this business. Oh, and God. Like, you got to be tough Ew. and you got to knock down every door and you got to be oh a star kid. And you, it was like a lot of that. No. So, like, it, it was a lot of like, yeah, I just felt like I already felt bad. And then I felt worse because I felt bad. And then I felt, and then it, it just really like ravaged my um, self esteem in like yeah. terrible ways. Yeah. No kids should have to go through that. Kid casting should be literally, I don't know what it should be, but they should. I think there should just be training for the parents, honestly. I think there should be some sort of like, just, you know, how to, how to be calm, how to not blow this up, how to not upset your kid who's already freaked out, how to talk to your kid about maybe being gay when he's suddenly surrounded by all these like gay men and he's like, oh my God, it was like a lot of that kind of stuff, like stuff that we did not see coming. That we yeah. when did you, know. you see O? When do you C O O T C? Um I C O T C C O O T C Oh right, right. I C O O T C in college, like my the end of my sophomore year. Oh, that is so chic, Jared. Is it? Did you do theater in college? Was it chic of my freshman year when like this gay guy like ran up to me to party and he goes, When are you gonna come out already? No. No. And I was just like, oh that left and right. I also I went to Pace University. Do you know establishment? In the city, right? Yeah. And it was like... Yeah, you were welcome to New York. Boys and boys and girls and girls. You could walk (laughs) around. Be whoever I want to be. But the whole thing at the school was like the the girl to guy ratio was three to one. And then like 80% of the guys were gay. So like it was a really, really small pool of like eligible straight men for these girls Mm. at school. Uh, So it was a very normal thing uh, for like the first month for any girl to ask you flat out before saying anything to you are you gay <laughs> oh you my straight? god are you gay it was oh like my everyone god. had to answer that it was like this huge screening that's crazy process. and so to be closeted had, in that environment was uniquely damn uh, i remember uh, i had a biggest resentment against someone i didn't want to tell 25 which is so late and i remember um like i had the biggest resentment against someone because after like a ucv like class show or something this gay guy was like are you gay or straight i think i had come out to like literally five people but not a lot of people and so 
I felt I was like straight, but I but I was like actively lying, whereas before it didn't feel like I was lying. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, oh, it's so Aww, annoying that you did that. So but then hard. I told some I told another gay guy and I was like, Don't you think that's annoying? And he was like, No, because as a gay man, I should be able to know my options and I should be able to ask whoever <laughs> I want. And oh, I was like, okay, bitch. So what's, I, I always wonder, like, what do you think what are the rules? If, I, don't know, I mean, because now it feels like now I could see myself being that gay that like asked someone like, are you straight or gay? I feel it's such an innocuous question at the time. It felt like such an invasion, but like it truly is just, you know, you, you had, a, you posted like a reel of you, um, like talking to like a crowd, like talking to this guy and you were like, you were asking oh, yeah. questions about like, about, yeah. sort of about this. And I just, I love the way that you handled it because like, I think I've been having a similar kind of like, I just don't understand like culturally where I'm at and where we're all at and where yeah. I'm, what I'm allowed to say, or not allowed, but yeah. like I what, know, what it means to ask that and how I was to. Asking to. Yes, well, I kind of didn't need to, I was asking, there was a couple on my show and I was asking them lots of questions and then it You just go, do you know what I want to ask? Yeah. Ah, yeah, You're so funny, God. I'm literally not, it's crazy. (laughs) I thank God the only thing I have going for me is I have one new story that I can tell. And it's been better. I think you tell the one you just told. The Uh, the, the movie theater one. Oh, I don't know if I I could tell that as stand up though <laughs> i want to have jokes like tight five jokes if there's i would love sh- to have a single joker idea uh, my life I, is i, I want to do can late, i give you I, can i give I you a compliment do, but, uh, oh always okay um i we were on a show at littlefield like in 2021 mm-hmm. and i i walked in during your set and you're having a great set and then you Thank i you. forgot what this joke you had told but i think it was like new and you did not get the response that maybe you were like wanting or you got less from them than you were like hoping for and then as like a little roast of yourself and of like the reaction to that joke you said uh laughter is contagious wear a mask oh my and god I, just, I forgot about that i just thought that was i was just so i was like god i love this woman's brain so ah, much she's so i love funny. you <laughs> thank you angelina jolie so funny wow well, i want to yeah. say i haven't done a show in a while i'm excited to get back get back in the mix I want to put this out in the universe. I want to have more set up punchline, like comedians, comedian jokes. So, like, I want to do like five minutes on late night, like every single other person in the world. Do you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yes, I kind of gave up there. on that. I kind of gave up on that because I'm getting, I'm not, I'm getting like dirtier the longer I do yeah. this. Yeah. It's yeah. really hard. So, I'm like, I don't have it. Like, I don't, ha- I mean, I kind of, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just, I don't I have had like those a jokes. five minute that's like all clean that I really care about that I really yeah. want to show. I've used all those jokes on like, you know, up next and like JFL mm-hmm. and like yeah. all those things. So now they're all kind of gone and I can't really do them anymore. And now I need a new batch of them that I feel happy. But I'm if there is a writer's I also am giving myself grace because I have been in writers' rooms literally back to back to back. I just was thinking about Yeah, this you're since, constantly working on other things right now. Since last July. So I, I'm so That's I'm amazing. So myself up about it's it's amazing. It's a gift from my dear friend whose name is God. I don't know if you guys know him. <laughs> yeah. And um, but I have been beating myself up about not having enough new stand up, though I do have this new story I like and not working fast enough on outside projects. But you know, I actually want the opposite. Hard. I want one I want one story to tell that is not like a complete silly yeah. sentence that is like but i'm ching i would love what's to the, could like i know what's the new story about pat i told a very people think they know it if they listen to the podcast but you don't know it if you listen to the podcast but i told a very truncated version of it on the podcast about the woman who was insane to me inside oh of the, the madewell girl and it's cool. been so so much more fun each time i 
tell it because I keep remembering new things she said or did <laughs> that are just like there's no point to it at the end at the end I'm just like yeah that happened and like if it happened to me, like, <laughs> yeah and you laughed so leave me alone like, <laughs> yeah exactly there's no like I'm <laughs> yeah. Ching like and I think that's actually great because when you sometimes there's like a you see you can really feel someone like trying to put like a either like a moral or a button on at the end of a funny story <laughs> yeah. and it's like oh you know stop yes. stop stop like oh, it was don't fine make like, it you don't even need it you don't i don't want to learn it. anything we, i just want to have fun we as a generation of, of comics i think need to like like literally disavow this idea that like for something to be legitimate or like legitimate comedy it has to be dramedy or it has to be a hundred percent i think i was thinking about this yesterday because like i am working on these things that like do skew hard comedy and I, i'll start like you know trying to insert these like statements about culture or like a human experience in them and it's like i remember like 30 rock won the emmy a million years in a row and like modern fa- like it's like you used to like you used to be able to just be a hard comedy and be celebrated but now you have to like talk about the human spirit in your work and like that's not what I really got into this for. Do you know what I mean? Do I sound crazy? Not no, at all. Not I was, was going to say, I um, I was, I had so much fun this week. I got to shoot an episode of Girls 5 Eva, which is on oh, Peacock. Fun. And it's fun. like, I, I hadn't seen, I hadn't really seen it before, but I watched a bunch of it. It's so funny. Like, it's just silly joke, silly joke. It was yeah. like, and it was so fun to shoot because it was literally just like, over the top characters, like complete nonsense. I was like, oh, this yeah. is so, it put me in such a good mood. I, you know, met on season one of that show, didn't get the job, but I love what they ended up doing with that. <laughs> and I love to keep my relationships alive with everyone involved. And I had an amazing time meeting on it. And... It was fun. But wait, so then, Jared, how'd you get into stand up post, I... during call or post? No, I wish. That's another thing I wish I could. Me go too. Back and me do. too. Um, I yeah no I started stand up um, like years later um, when I moved to LA and I was like 26 and I was just tired of like auditioning for commercials and not getting it and <laughs> the I was most like, classic thing in the world oh my god and like what am I gonna <laughs> do and I thought I would go back to grad school and I was like I studied psychology and biology and I was Ooh. like okay, I'll just apply to grad school but then I realized that I had waited too long and all of my credits had expired. And I didn't know that was a thing. It is. They can expire. <laughs> Interesting. Oh yeah, like so. and like yogurt. Get, and then you get your money. You get your money back. <laughs> you do. You do. Um, yeah. So then I was like, oh, oh. Uh, so now what? Like, what do I actually want to do? And I thought about it and I came up with hair and stand up and then. Uh, which I think were two great answers. And then I um, was like, let me just do stand up first because it's free and I'll just try it. Oh, amazing. And then that's how I started. Like LA open mics and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, do you, Jared! Do you remember when I first met you? Does I remember? I remember um, when we first met. Wait, I, I do remember. I Wait, hold on. I'll remember it. Wait, I'm forgetting it now. I'm too excited. <laughs> you need to remember. No, I do because I feel need, like I went up to you, you and said like, "Hi," right? I this you is were, I saw the is... back of your head. You were crying in a bathroom, and I saw. <laughs> 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 during, during your set, you cry, cry during your set, and a guy was back there really got you too. Yeah. <laughs> These um, kids are doing this tragedy dramedy. I feel bad for the third, the third party in that story because they were searching so desperately for connection and community, and they were oh, community. For, <laughs> <laughs> they were searching for community in the bathroom of the men's room. Of the I group. want you to watch the movie, Pat. I really want you to watch it. And I always think, I always feeling. think of the guy you used to see at the gym who you'd call community. Yes, because <laughs> there was a guy who was looking for community. So, Jared, to, can I be wrong? Do you feel like straight 
guys that are like adults now and probably never will come out but are like at least like you know on the Kinsey scale they're like kind they're gay and they don't know what to do about it and like I think about them too much they're always over friendly and they're always like you know over chatty because they're they're searching for community they're desperate and they crave connection and community Mm. and and so if anyone ever says hi to you in a way where you're like why are they like why they need to say hi that person's person's gay (laughs) isn't it incredible though isn't it incredible when there's a breakthrough case and one of those uh actually (laughs) i'll never forget being high on the famous thing drugs and going and was like seeing my parents on island got on grinder on the famous thing drugs ended up going to this like Long Island boat yard at night when it was no, it was no. literally like it was I like so I'm so glad you're still with us. I am like walking to my death. I ended up like <laughs> hooking up with this guy in his car and then not even was, in a boat? Not even in a boat. He parked Damn. his car near a boat. I was like <laughs> it was a, a boat yard at night, an abandoned boat yard at night. And abandoned. then afterwards, like he was talking and he was like he was like older. And he was like, "Yeah, I don't tell people I'm gay at all." I was like, "Okay, like, I, don't, I was like, I don't care TMI, TMI, TMI." And he was like, "Yeah, I like, you know, he's searching for community." And he was like, "My dad was really masculine, so I couldn't like come out." And I was like, "My dad's masculine, you know what I mean? Like, what are you talking about?" <laughs> you think you your dad's gay? Bye. Yeah, he told me my dad. He told me that since I was out, my dad was gay. (laughs) (laughs) A a guy told me my dad was was gay because I was out in a darkened boatyard on Long Island, New York. Write it Um, on your tombs. And so then, Jared, then who are you now? Who am I now? Um, Now I am an adult comedian. (laughs) Child actor from child actor to adult comedian. Can I ask you? Can I ask you something personal? Yeah. Are you still dating? Are you gay? gay? (laughs) Uh, Unfortunately, yes. And if you're you're wrong to say that, then so is your dad. Are you still dating the person that I know you to have been dating Who are you dating? Bleep it. I am still dating the person. How'd you meet? We met on Raya. It's the longest I've been seeing someone by two months. It's the longest what? I've ever seen anyone. Oh, that's amazing. I've never had a boyfriend as long. Yeah. Okay, so that's kind of our next question. How many boyfriends have you had? Zero. Turns out. Zero, and so that you must really like this person. I do. I really. really oh, do. that's so exciting. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's friends with a lot of our friends, but he doesn't work in comedy, which is interesting. Yeah. I met this girl last night, and she was like, "You can't." She was like, "You keep saying heaven after everything." I was like, "I'm so sorry." <laughs> I, keep, I keep thinking like that's heaven. Oh my god, heaven! She's like, she was. It's so funny. You keep saying the word heaven. Ooh, am I freezing? Well, Catherine's freezing for me. Catherine's freezing for me. Okay, Catherine is um, Frozen starring Kristen Bell as Elsa. And so <laughs> we, I'll text her that she's Frozen. <laughs> oh, she's coming. <Anyways. laughs> Wait. Sounds Catherine, like we have like, uh, like she's doing ADR. Like, okay, now just give <laughs> us a quick laugh. <laughs> I, I keep getting a thing that says handoff couldn't be completed. Um, let me text my friend Catherine and say you're frozen starring Kristen Bell as Elsa. You're like- oh my god, wait. It's so haunted. What's going on? Okay, she's got to leave and come back. Leave this in because this is like the nuts and bolts of what it is a podcast. Oh. You guys are so real. No. Oh. Wait. We're not hearing you per se right now, but there's definitely the potential to hear you in the future. Connecting to audio. Hello. Sorry, I'm on my phone because my computer just froze. 
classic. It's really um, loves doing that. Anyways, what if now I was the host and that's how that worked? <laughs> oh, I love that, Jared. When you would you do Grinder and when you did Grinder, would you host or travel? I didn't. I would use it as a like a video game every like six years. I'd turn it yeah. on. Um, but no, I've never hooked up with anyone that I've uh, talked to on Grinder. Oh wow, that's like cool and better. Do you because because you know they all have sour mouths, famously. No, Pat, is that, is that I what can't. people say? I can't. I have a lived experience where I would say sixty percent of the time I do, and I don't hook up on Grinder a ton, but I have in the past. And I would say there's a sixty percent chance when you do go to someone grinder that when you do kiss them, they will have a mouth that tastes like sour cream. No! I hate that. I hate hearing that. And then I say this. I and I will get really into it and I'll go and I'll meet up with the grinder person, but then I once I'm there will like be like, wait, this isn't what I want. And then I'll say this sentence. I'm having anxiety and I have to leave. And they're like, wait, what? Like, did I do something wrong? I'm like, I'm having anxiety and I have to leave boundaries (laughs) (laughs) um so i I should be jailed i should be jailed that's why i had never did because i'm like it's it feels really decisive to like go and walk in the door and like i'm too indecisive right or walk or to leave or to (laughs) (laughs) whatever Um, it is yeah i'm too indecisive to decide to go and i'm too indecisive to be comfortable enough to leave so i'm like yeah i just skip the whole thing best of both worlds yeah (laughs) you got the oh my god and then okay and then what are your dreams who do you want to be speedy p who do i want to be i want to i want to be one of those gray-haired models in like medication commercials Oh, interesting. Did you, you know, did you know that celebrities, if if celebrities do um endorsements for pharmaceuticals, they have to have suffered from the thing the pharmaceutical treats. I think that's I think that's good, and I think that they should do the same thing for like Garnier Fructis hair dye. Yeah, one thousand hundred percent. I don't understand when why that is a celebrity 10%. endorsement. It's like I know that Jennifer Garner is not like coloring her hair over her sink. Like no. my mom, yeah. I know she's not doing that. So like, no, she's not. Why doing is that. this even an effective celebrity endorsement? Like, I know, I nice know. and easy. No, no, no. You're I've not never, using nice and easy. I've never dyed my hair, but maybe now's the time. You've never done it. I've never even done it. I'm scared. I live in fear. That's exciting. I'll I always remember. Well. I'll always remember that before before everything that happened, Amber Heard was in a L'Oreal Paris commercial, and she said the sentence, "When I do something." I'm all in. So if I'm going to go blonde, it's got to be great. And then at the end, she says, <laughs> she says, at the end, it's got to be purchased from CVS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At the end, at the end, she says, because it's my blonde and I'm worth it. Wow. My blonde, my choice. Yeah. My blonde, my choice. I love that. You know, I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I saw the new Evil Dead last night. Um, Sorry. The, there's there is a sequitur to that non sequitur, but it would be too long of a story to explain why. But um, it was okay. Is that an interesting? Thing? Everyone's mad at me that I like. No, no, no. Everyone's so upset. I'm having such a like comically ridiculous situation with my electronics right now. Like, there's my headphones are making the most outrageous sound. Like, there's I think there is some paranormal activity within my computer, which is okay. But that that's what's happening, <laughs> which is okay. But. Wait. Wait, Jared, I don't remember when we first met, but I just, ever since I met you, I was just like, I feel like I know you a million years. Right. Oh, so, well, oh yeah. Too. You're just like so easy and like 
kind and funny and that's so rare in this town I want to kiss you. Let's You're kiss. so great. Mwah. Yes, kiss already. You know, wait, well, did you? Um... Have, yeah. What'd you say? Yeah, we didn't meet. We didn't meet for a long time, and I remember thinking, "Oh, I wonder when I'll meet her." <laughs> I, I know. You know, that's why I'm like, I'm, I, I've only now, but I think ever since Pat's been in LA, I'm like, am I missing something by not being over there? But I don't think so. You go back. And but you forth. were here. Yeah, her. Do you know you that I moved for her? For I was here for a bit. I had my mm. famous little party. Yeah. That was cute. Wow, my computer is screaming. Two things. One, I want to move her permanently. Two, (gasps) um, I'm happy for you. Are you here now? It makes me feel crazy. I'm in LA right now. I make your background crazy. looks extremely New York. Your background looks like a sitcom about New York. <laughs> I know, and and guess where a lot of those are shot, Jared, in LA. You're kidding. no way. Fuck off. Yeah, a lot of them movies are shot. really are magic. Yeah, you know, uh, movies truly wait, are. But Jared, I the first time you talked about Tina really said, gonna... "Sorry, what?" Well, I just, I just feel like even like being here for one, it's like, um, it's kind of like you know the strike might happen, and then I'm like, well, then I guess I would go back, but then I'm like, but then the strike ends, I'll have to come back, and then there's like other things I want to work on, like, and some things I'm trying to work on with people here that I'm like, it would be nicer to do it in person, and like, what are you trying to work on with me? <laughs> a, novel, a novel where I write the first half, you write the second half, but we don't read each other's halves ever till we die. <laughs> I love it. It's called Harry Potter. Yes. 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 Girls. I met Jared at um, UCB CB East. Yeah, I knew that. Oh wow! And, and I knew guys. Brandon Scott Jones was like, "This is my friend Jared." Oh, he's the and best. And from day one. He really years. is. It's so cool yeah. to see everything happening for him. I know. I know. I know. It makes so much sense in the world. It makes all the sense. I mean, in the it world. truly, it truly does. It truly Remember does. we got oysters. Remember we got oysters with him. Yes. I want to get oysters. That was great. For what? Oysters, I oysters I never used to have, but like now that I do, sometimes have them. I'm fine with them. But I don't <laughs> crave them. They're good. So, some people crave them in this really crazy way that makes me feel crazy because I'm like, I don't get it. Like, Mitra, fine, Mitra but... and Patty really crave them. Whenever we go out, they're like, let's get three dozen. I'm like, yeah. my girls are craving them. I like them too. I like them. I like the mignonette sauce. They love vinegar. Yes! Stuff. Wait, mignonette. say that. Okay, say that one more time. Is that right? Yeah. Mignonette. I. Yeah. Funny... That's literally that. That's the name of the game for me. Like it's... I don't. I could take or leave the oysters. I could take or leave the horseradish. I could take or leave the lemon. It's the mignonette. A hundred percent. Anything that's with like is. anything with like shallots and vinegar. I'm like put it in my. And why do we not put mignonette on other things? Why is I know. it only for oyster? It's so Here's good. A... I feel like you could have like a, a salad. Here's a fun sexual story that deals with oysters, and that like, I, I got an Easter brunch on Easter. And the person, the people, uh, we went with the Smith sisters, who are the, they're the funniest girls in the world. And they, and basically, we're going to a place because one, uh, someone really liked oysters. And then we got to the oyster place for their oyster meal, and they were like, we're actually all out of oysters. And then we left. So we actually got up and left and went to a different place that had oysters. Wow. Had a wonderful brunch, whatever. Had a wonderful brunch, whatever. Whatever. And then. I'm, it's an Easter brunch in honor of my friend Jesus Christ entering the ch- re-entering the chat after three <laughs> days of having left the chat. And then um, I, um, afterwards, uh, <laughs> the mom said to me, um, 
oh, you have like dry, I think you have dry skin all over your, you have dry skin, like on your neck, you have decolletage. No, it's not your deck, not your deck, babe. I was mortified. Were your tits and, out? Why yeah. are they looking at your decolletage? You know, I, I was like, I was, I guess there was kind of like, a, um, you know, just like where like it was maybe a baggy shirt, like neckline. And then I started to touch it and I realized, oh my God, this is actually not dry skin. This is actually crust. I'm I'm actually covered in cum. No. I've been covered in cum. <laughs> I've, actually been, I've actually been covered in cum for the entirety of this Easter dinner. I'm this Easter brunch. And I ran straight I ran straight to confession. They, they, and the priest was like, How long have you been here? How long since? And I was like, a million years. And they're like, What is your sin, girl? And I was like, I went to an Easter brunch, absolutely covered in cum. <laughs> And the person who said it, the person who told me it was was like accused me of having dry skin was was he, he who came. And so it was very like I said it on stage where I was like, don't pee in my leg and tell me it's raining. Don't come on my neck <laughs> and, and tell me it's and tell me it's dry skin. Oh my god. Now that's a good story. Now that is comedy for the James Corden show R.I.P. Yeah. <laughs> now um, let me ask you all this. Do you guys feel hot today? I'm feeling hot and that I went to I got up and went to the gym and did like arms. Nice. And that's something. That's yeah. definitely something. It's more than something. I'm Sundays are like that's my everything. favorite. Because that's everything. <laughs> I go to my I, on Sundays I go to my friend's gym and do arms and uh. then, you know, we do like a class that's we do a class that's arms based and then you know who has a personal training appointment at that same gym just as the class is ending and it's an amazing, fun, chatty like handoff is Rachie Senny and so Aww. we like it's so fun like over by the lockers being like oh my god like how are you like I we're just on class and um we so that back good mood. I know we have to have her back I'll on be heavily in. and then like even just now like I was I just got out of the shower so like I hurried I didn't do my hair or anything so I just put this hat on but now it's like if you're wearing a black shirt and a black hat it's like of course I'm stepping into my power and that put yeah you look setting. really good today yeah, I wasn't sure because no one had kind of said You both it, are but... all black. This is yeah. a, this is sort of an olive green. Oh, oh Jared. Jared. Why did you say that? Jared, why did you say that? <laughs> Sorry. A lot. Do you feel hot, Jared? Uh, I feel I am in my ugly era. No. no you, oh, my God. I'm going to throw you off of. I'm going to throw you off the Griffith Observatory. Jared. You're literally a model. You have model um, hair. You have model but I was going to say, I stayed in. I stayed in last night. Oh, so damn. I, you I must feel good. Morning. Yeah. I woke up this morning. I looked in the mirror and I was like. <gasps> wow. That is such yeah. a yeah. I, I really wanted to stay in last night, but I haven't been here in so long. So I went out on the town. And. Um, did you have fun? I did have a lot of fun. I like a friend of mine who I grew up with recently moved here and has this new boyfriend and he's. Like he's so funny and they're so funny together and it just made me really happy. There's nothing like when a straight girl has a boyfriend that's actually cool. Like I It's literally met, shocking. I'm, it's sh- like I'm I met a new straight girl on Friday night at like a birthday dinner and she had the coolest straight boyfriend and it was like such a blast chatting, lolling, and having fun. I love that. Do you feel like there's a special relationship between a girl's cool boyfriend and her gay friend? Totally. Whether or not he's cool. A hundred percent. I like, yeah. I love that. I love that so much. I've, I feel like I've, it really healed a lot of my childhood to like be friends with my mm-hmm. girl, like girlfriend's boyfriend 
and totally. it'd be like cool and normal and be like wow okay times are it's different the, it, yeah, yeah there was this it's day healing experiences when i was actually in la there was a day that i was working and so brian uh and my my best friend from college gay best friend from college merrick they hang out like all day at the beach i'm like this is the cutest thing in the world cutie one time I um, called my girlfriend a bitch and then her <laughs> boyfriend hit me in the face. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. It really was. It really she was. She sounds it like really a was. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but um, also like it was pl- it was like truly not even a confrontational moment. Like I was truly just being a gay guy calling right. her a bitch. Being and a then friend. got hit in the face by a guy. Hit in the face? <laughs> Who hits in the face hit in your the life? face? Um, I am. Um, oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I like Wait, so the opposite. You know, by the way, by the way, my computer this... is still making an absolutely demonic hissing sound. <laughs> Wait, I have to tell a story of a thing a straight guy said to me. I'm at, cool. the, I'm at a group dinner. No one's talking about this subject. We're talking about something else. We're talking about like literally movies or something. And then a guy, this straight guy, leads and goes, "Anyone here ever been in a fist fight?" And <clears> then no one was really would say. I was like, I guess I have like with my brother when we were little. And he's like, "No, punching in the face." And I was like. I guess not. He's like, yeah, I have. I've been in a fist fight. It was crazy. It wasn't that. <laughs> Who's who is this it person? Insane. I can't even begin to tell you. Like, the I want to slur machinations. Right. Yeah. Right. It, it was like such a distant. That's such a scary, but, um, scary thing to say. It was Joe oh, Biden. Oh, you guys! I actually, this is, <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is the last thing I'll say in my life. Um, la- this is so creep. This is so scary. Last night at the bar. I'm like, maybe I should even include this. Last night at the bar, I'm like waiting for a drink and I look over and there's a guy sitting there alone, like doodling. And I see his doodles and it's like a guy with a gun to his head. Or, oh my God. Wait, I was oh, like, I call the one? police. That's like you telling that story on the pod. It's like me when me, t- me telling this story, I'm like, probably on to KMS. When I was locked up, <laughs> it my is like that. I know. Some people won't like it. Some people <laughs> won't like it. But whatever. <laughs> In college. <laughs> In college, my roommate, uh, who was a great, great guy, um, w- also a goth, um, he would, it was very felicity of me to move to New York and then have a goth roommate. Ah. Um, and he would draw like stick figures, uh, kind of like KMS stick figures, It'd be like a guy at the edge of a cliff, It'd no, be like all these dark no. drawings, and he would just hang them up, which was, uh, you know, dark, but ultimately fine. But then one day, um, I get out of the shower. Uh, and I close like the medicine cabinet, like revealing, you know, the mirror in my own reflection. But like in the steam uh, was written death no. across it. No. So truly no. just like close the medicine cabinet <laughs> across my face in like ghost steam. It says no, death. No, no, no. And I, and I called out to him and I was like, um, did you write death on the mirror and he was like oh yeah sorry (laughs) oh my god um what was i gonna say i um wait i have a crush of the week a really good one oh go for it Okay, my crush of the week is none other than Mercedes O, the Barry's instructor, because she is literally the biggest comedic voice of our generation. I never <laughs> care about Barry's I, Barry's humor. I never connected with. I didn't care about. But when Mercedes O does it, I take her Wednesday night class, chest and back, 
at Hollywood location. You are so yes. LA lately. It's like freaking me out. Like the things you're saying, like, <laughs> like you're like going to the movies, you're going to dinner parties, you're going to berries at night. Like at night. Like this is so crazy. I would prefer to go in the morning. I'm I run scared. In the morning, so. I don't know who I but am I, anymore. I run around Silver Lake Reservoir in the morning and then I hit Barry's Hollywood at night. And um, I and even you even made a joke about the Griffith Griffith I can't say it Griffith Griffith Observatory. I was like, okay, Mister. Well, I had to think of get uh, get one friend. (laughs) (laughs) Has friend once. Uh, And um, wait, I still think about Catherine. This is coded, but I still think about that text that you received. Yeah, there's two I could be thinking of, but I think I know the one. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, anyways, um, I, um, someone says, oh, she'll say things like this. She'll be like, she'll say, uh, she'll be like, okay, we're doing back rows. I want your booties, uh, I want your ass below your shoulders. Some of you guys got your ass up pretty high. Like it's a Friday night, but it's Wednesday. Let's go. Or she'll be like, um, or she'll be like, okay, downward dog. I want you, I want you to throw that ass up and back like Michael B. Jordan standing behind you. Oh my God, or that's amazing. Say, <laughs> other, Mercedes, other Mercedes oak quotes, she'll be like, all right, straddle the bench like it's your man, let's go. No. And then she'll I be like, she'll be like I love her. She's, I literally lol so hard, but like there's so many barriers that say that kind of shit that I like don't, I'm like, shut up, you're not funny, but when Mercedes says that, I'm like <laughs> dead on the, dead in a ditch of being so loud. Straddle the bench like it's your man, let's go. Or she'll let's be like, go. sometimes in her mix and every time in her mix at least once bad bitch clock will come on and when it starts she'll go someone asked me what time it is and i'll be like what time is it mercedes oh and she'll be like bad bitch o'clock planks um, but then like towards the end of the class she'll kind of go like inspirational over humor and she'll be like you have met every challenge to this point do not give up on yourself now and i'll be like i won't i love that stuff to be honest oh my god or she'll make the hardest part was getting here that was the hardest part and the rest is easier or then, but then I disagree. Agree to disagree, Mercedes. <laughs> yeah, I was like, the drive was really nice. <laughs> yeah, <the> drive, <laughs> it's actually helped to get out of or, the car. But last Wednesday, <laughs> yeah. she was in a really bad, like she was in a strict mood, and she kind of got like dumb. You know, that was almost scary, but like still fun. But she was like, for one, she had to reprimand me because I put my weights on the right side of the bench that they're supposed to go on the left side of the bench, and I had to answer a text because I was meeting someone after, and so I was like answering a text, and as I was answering the text, she was like behind me and it was like a jump scare and she was like are those your weights and i was like yeah and she was like is that your space and i was like no and then i had to move my weights but then she was like Ooh. also she was like okay you guys this the floor last time like after we were switching floors to a new floor she was like some of you guys were getting really confused during that floor and i'm gonna need this floor to be better so i'm gonna need you to really excite me during this floor and then like to do floor while you're trying to kind of excite mercedes oh is so stressful so she <laughs> demand, she, sounds like she demands excellence y'all pee is she coming out of my urethra, so i'm gonna go oh, i'm sorry should, sorry. I, should I should we should i pee or should we wrap right. up let's wrap okay let's wrap so do you, a, party. do you have a crush of the week jared <laughs> i do i have Hit a it. huge crush this week um and this is very embarrassing. I became aware of him from a Capital One commercial that he's yeah. in. He's, he's a celebrity chef. Um, there's two ways to pronounce his name. There is the correct way. And then there is Jorge Gaviria. And let's just say I, I, I said it somewhere in between the two. Um, and he's just a cutie and he cooks really well. And Ooh. I like watching his videos. And I bought his coffee. Yeah, I bought the coffee and it's coming. Oh, my God. Exciting. I'm happy for yeah. you. It's my crush of the week. 
my crush of the week is uh oh you know what well i've one with two one is egg salad i love it don't come don't come for me i love egg salad i think it's amazing and i like putting mm-hmm. i like i like putting it um on crackers with tomatoes okay my second this brand is it meow it's m-i-a-o-u they sent me some just for once a brand acknowledged my presence sent me some amazing stuff and i love their clothes and they're uh, really, they have their size inclusive. They're sexy. They're looks like they're well made, and I love that brand. Woo! Okay. Um, um, okay. Um, are you? Oh, are you guys mad at me? me? Are you mad at me that I have to pee so bad, and that's why we're wrapping up? No. Are, are you mad at me that I took so long with my Mercedes? Oh, homage. No, because it really, I it just like brought to light my California boy. They're unforgettable. Sunset beach <laughs> bikinis on top that you are. I wonder if I was in New York. <laughs> I was part of the New York Fairies community for a time. Shut the fuck up. Um, all right. So, Jared, are you mad at me? I'm not mad. I'm okay. Not mad By the way, I am coming to LA for like a week in May, so we should all hang out. Please. Yes. I'll be here. I Jared, love it. Jared, are you mad at me? Jared, are you mad at me? I'm not mad at you. How are you mad I, at me? I do want to hang out with you. I do want to hang out with you. I'll say that. I know. Let's hang out. Let's I, 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 I'm, I kind of just, hey, didn't I kind of just say, didn't I kind of just suggest that? <laughs> 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 Let's go in the grove and cry our eyes out with that Wait, guy. Actually, <laughs> yeah, I would really like that. I would really like that. Um, all right. And I'll, then also someone's visiting. My friend is visiting next week, this week. So maybe we can all hang out. Ooh. Who's your friend? Oh, your friend you know, friend. My friend. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that would be so fun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love you both. Okay. Thank you so much for coming on, Jared, and we'll see you. Wait, listen, ready? Are you ready? Yeah. Forever dog. Oh. <laughs> 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 I'm dragging them. Keep it in. I love that. Oh, I love that. I love that. Keep it in music drag her. Okay. Bye. It's racing. Sleep tight. Bye. Love you. This was fun. Bye-bye. Sweet treatment. If you're boring as fuck